Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. Into the Lombardi line on VSIN and DraftKings Network. This show, as always, presented by DraftKings alongside Michael Lombardi, Stormy Bon and Tony with you. We've got Step Into My Office coming up in about 15 minutes. In hour one, we had exit interviews for the AFC North. This hour, we'll look at the NFC North a little bit. And we're going to get into some draft talk as well. Your buddy Matt Manicharian, Michael of Sports Info Solutions, former NFL scout. You know each other well. We'll get into some early projections with him, which will be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's always said, look, it's draft season. It's lion season. It's draft season. We got it all coming. We got the combine coming up mm-hmm. at the end of the month. We got free agency coming up. I mean, there's no there's no rest in football, right? I mean, it's going to keep going. We're still waiting for the 49ers to decide on who's going to be their defensive coordinator, which will be big news for you, I'm sure, mm-hmm. Stormy. So we'll get this right back on track again. Yeah, absolutely. We are officially one week away from the start of the combine in Indianapolis. So whereas Lucas Oil Stadium was being used for all-star festivities, in the NBA this past week. We'll get back to its good yearly purpose with the NFL Combine coming up here soon. But tomorrow is when the franchise tag window officially mm. opens, Michael. And there are a number of players that are considered, you know, good tag candidates for teams. I wonder if there are a couple players you think people should be keeping an eye on specifically. Well, I definitely think Cincinnati is going to going to tag T. Higgins. I don't think they're going to let him go. And I think the Panthers have turned down way too many uh, offers for Brian Burns mm-hmm. to let him go. We know that Trent Baalke has already said that, you know, they're going to do tr- uh, take care of Josh Allen in terms of that tag. You know, it'd be interesting to see what the Giants do. I mean, if the Giants tag Barkley again, it goes up 130% off of last year's salary. That's an awful lot. You know, I think to me, here's what you can't be, Stormy. You can't be scared of losing a player in free agency. Like the Dolphins don't have enough money to tag Wilkins. They could tag him now, but they're $50 million above the cap currently, which means they're going to have to really create a lot of cap room. Now, I think the Ravens, they're as tight on the cap too, but Matabuke is such a good player for them. 
you know, and he gave them so much help inside that you got to figure out they're going to want to keep him. They're going to try to extend him, I'm sure, because the one thing the Ravens do is they keep their good players. And look, here's the rule I think you have to follow when it comes to free agency. You got to keep what you can't afford to buy in the open market, right? You can't find really good inside tackles. That's what makes the Falcons draft and Jay drafting a running back, Bijan Robinson, who's a great player, over Jalen Carter, who's a three technique. You just can't do that. Like, there's other running backs to find. There's not other three techniques to find. They're too hard. So you got to be able to protect yourself. Higgins, you could say there's other receivers, but Higgins would be a number one receiver on a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's that good. So this is more like if you don't want to get – a lot of those franchise guys that you can't get elsewhere to leave the building. So it's a solution to that in the short term. If you can't get a contract extension done, or if you're trying to work on other contracts at this point, and you know that this is what the guaranteed number is going to be for at least one deal. What did you make of, you know, the Mike Evans of the world and the Chris Jones who could be tagged, but the numbers are just so high. How do you handle that from a GM perspective? Well, you just know that you got to you got to know that the market's going to be it's too high for you to carry on your cap. When you look at all the cap space, you know, for example, if you if you're sitting there and you're the New Orleans Saints and you're trying to reduce eighty million dollars of cap number on this current roster, which you have fifty five players currently counting that puts you eighty five over, you you can't add any more debt to it, or you can for right now, but you got a lot of trimming to do, right? You got a lot of trimming to do. Whereas, like, let's just take Baltimore, right? Baltimore. I think Baltimore is in fairly decent cap shape. I don't think they have uh yeah, they've got about 7 million dollars, okay, which of the seven they have 54 players. 3 of those players wouldn't count for right now. So if they were able to if they franchise Mataduke, then they would count his number and now that would probably put them like 15 million over. They got to find mm-hmm. more room. Mm-hmm. It's doable. They can do it. You know, they can redo a few contracts, cut a player here, cut a player there and go from there. Where's Miami? Miami's have a hard, would have a hard time keeping Wilkins because they currently only have 45 players on their roster. And those 45 players I'll count them to be $51 million over the cap. That's a lot. That's a lot. And so now you still, you know, you're not even at the 51 because remember, when we start the new year, it only gets your top 51 players that count towards the cap, not everybody. So we talked about Mike Evans a little bit earlier in hour one. He's a minus 165 favorite to remain with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, Our friend of the show, Jordan Schultz of Bleacher Report, he reported that there's a self-imposed deadline for Evans and the Bucs to reach an extension agreement today. If they didn't agree to a new deal, Schultz reports he'd be expected to be a free agent. Where would you like to see Mike Evans end up in an ideal world? Where, where, Where do you think that he could be an awesome addition? Well, I mean, the Titans need a receiver badly, and they have the second most cap room of any team in the league. I mean, the Bears could use another receiver if they don't want to draft one at the top of the draft, right? I mean, the Patriots could use one. They don't have a they, – they, they need a receiver badly. You know, the Bengals are going to sign their own player. You know, Elliott's sitting there saying he wants Pittman back. Our producer, Elliott, who's a Colt fan, the Colts have cap room, but wouldn't you rather have Evans than Pittman back? I would. But, you know, Evans is 30 years old, so you got to be a little bit careful about those things. So the Panthers have $28 million of cap room. You know, that would mm-hmm. be the perfect spot because he knows Canales' system and they could afford to do it. So, 
Look, I think the thing is, if you're signing a 30-year-old receiver, you're always a little worried, right? How long will he go? Like, let's take Devontae Adams. I mean, the Raiders have $35 million of cap room. They could easily afford Devontae Adams. They don't have a quarterback, though, right? Yeah. They don't have a quarterback in that cap number because they're going to cut Garoppolo. So when they do that, you know, who's throwing the ball to Adams and can you get the ball to him? And he's 30 years old. He's, you know, he's not like Tyreek Hill, who's so fast that if he loses just a step, it's no big deal. It's like what we see with Kelsey. He loses a little bit. All of a sudden, he's not the same player. The Bucks again, minus 165. It's the Bears and Texans who are the next shortest shots for Evans at plus 650 and plus 750, respectively. The Chiefs at 14 to 1. Uh, I, it would be interesting knowing all the drops that their wide receivers had this past season. Um, <laughs> what about, go back to the Raiders, though. Josh Jacobs, he obviously two years ago has that career year, leads the NFL in rushing. This past season, after they couldn't come to a multi-year agreement, he signs a one-year $11.8 million deal, ends up having a career low, 800 five yards in 2023 three and a half yards per carry and six touchdowns missed four games with injury he's a two dollar favorite to remain here in vegas the chargers and texans are the next shortest odds on the board plus 750 plus 850 respectively do you think that he stays in vegas as the odds indicate well look the jonathan taylor just signed a new deal he went for 14 million a year right i mean if the raiders have the cap room to sign him there's no question but are you willing – I mean, he's had a lot of miles on him, right? He's a hard back. He got hurt last year. Tough kid. But that's a lot of money on him. I mean, you know, so you, what you'd like to do is have him go out and seek his level, right? You'd like him to go out there and say, okay, you know, what are you going to get paid? What's somebody else willing to pay you? Uh, you're only 26-year-old. What's somebody else willing to pay you? You know, Tony Pollard is out there in the open market. He's 27 years old. What's somebody going to pay him? And if you had to lose him, where would that end up going? So I, I think you got to kind of judge it by the market because if you pay him – for, he's going to want $14 because that's the freshest contract we have out there. And if they gave it to Jonathan Taylor, why wouldn't they give it to Josh Jacobs? I think that's the biggest concern. Sure. And, and the Raiders are in an interesting point of transition, too, obviously, with Antonio Pierce and Tom Telesco, Luke Getze coming in as offensive coordinator. I'm very curious to see just what happens in general in Vegas. I want to know who their quarterback is going to be. Aiden O'Connell obviously ain't it. And as you mentioned, Jimmy Garoppolo uh, soon to well, be released. Getze says it is it, Stormy. Uh, he says it is it. Says, he, uh, didn't he, he say he's excited? He's, says, exciting, he's excited to watch him or something like, right? What? Well, uh, uh, are he's, we, well, he's excited to I mean, look, what do you expect him to say? He's not going to come in there and rip the kid. He's not me. He's not going to come in and say he's not any good, but he's watched the same tape I'm watching. <laughs> he's got to say, wait a minute, we need a quarterback here. You know, like he might develop and that's great. If he does, that's great. But right now we completed one pass after the first quarter against Kansas City and we still won the game, but it wasn't because of him, you know, and we had to hand the ball off in the fourth quarter to win the game. So. I think you got to temper that a little bit. But I, I think to me, this running back, if anything was proven this year is, again, the running back market isn't exactly what, you know, A-Chan comes in and, you know, he lights the world up. He's a third-round pick. You know, all offseason we talked about it, and I was in favor of it. Dalvin Cook, he's going to make a difference. Dalvin Cook, he got, you know, he didn't make a difference. He went to Baltimore and he could make a play. You know, Foreman goes to the Bears. He didn't really do anything. Kenneth Walker's a second-round pick. When he's healthy, he's the best running back for Seattle. So, you know, the, the Lions wouldn't pay Javante Williams. He had, what, 17 touchdowns for him, and we had to do a trick play to get him his first touchdown for the Saints. I mean, is there really value in this? 
Hey, Michael, make sure you add that Aiden O'Connell and Luke Getze comment to lying season for tomorrow. Just get ready for that one. Uh, also on running yeah, backs, what it's about, already in there. What, yes. uh, what about Derrick Henry? Is it too soon to talk about him and where he might end up going? That's an interesting one. You know, that's a really good one, because I think when you commit to Henry, you commit to a philosophy. Like people critique Vrabel, but I think Vrabel said, look, for us to be good, we got to go all in on Henry. And does anybody want to go all in on Henry? We got to run the outside zone. He's really, you know, he's not really a pass protector. Remember, the criteria for running back is block, catch, run. For Henry, it's run, block, catch. So it kind of goes against where the offenses are right now. But he's still, you know, for as many carries as he's had in his career, for as much as he's been part of the workload, He's still a good player, but can you do this? Can you run this? Like, let's say he was in San Francisco on a fairly cheap deal, right? And now you could put McCaffrey in the slot and run him at the running back. Outside zone, that might be interesting. Don't threaten me with a good time, Michael. Why would you even implant that in my head? Wasn't on the radar, (laughs) and now all my dreams are going to be shattered when he inevitably does not go to San Francisco. He could help him. (laughs) Uh, Step into my office. Coming up next, we'll head back to Vegas. And Jimmy Garoppolo entering Michael's office first. We'll be right back. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. 
This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. I'm sure many of you are just like me. You've been busy with football, which is why I know I'm so thankful we have some amazing VEASAN experts that have us covered releasing our free NBA at the break betting primer. You can get a free guide right now and bet the NBA smarter with futures bets to make Eastern and Western conference analysis plus betting tips for the rest of the season once we get out of the all-star break. Visit vsin.com slash guide and get your free copy today. vsin.com slash guide for free, ladies and gentlemen. The appointments are lined up. You waiting for somebody in there? Got an appointment. And it's not about what you want to hear, but what you need to hear. It's not personal. It's strictly business time. You and me at a private talk where you're stepping into my office. It's step into my office with Michael Lombardi. Mr. Lombardi, we'll see you now. Mr. Lombardi, we'll see you now. Jimmy Garoppolo, who was suspended for two games to the start of next season by the NFL for violating the league's performance-enhancing drug policy. Now, he was already going to be released by the Raiders, but this suspension now should void his 11 and a quarter million guaranteed salary. When Jimmy G inevitably hits the free agent market again, Michael, we, we love that coach speak, control your controllables. What does he need to do to get his career back on track? Well, Jimmy, you're going to be 33 years old when you start the 24th season. And, you know, we know this. You've played one year, 2019, where you start all the games. So I think what you have written all over you at this point in your career at 34, at 33 years old, is you're going to have to go somewhere and be a backup. And you're going to have to embrace the backup role. Go to a comfortable offense that you feel good about, whether it's down in Houston you know, where you know D'Amico Ryans or it's Washington where you feel comfortable or maybe even New Orleans, you know, where you could be a backup to Derek Carr who may not play, but at least, you know, Clint Kubiak and you can get comfortable with the offense that you were with at San Francisco and then just ride your career out. Know that that's where you're going to be because we know durability has been the biggest issue. And, And I think when you look at your career, you know, I don't know why the PED policy was was part of what you're doing. I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that you're probably trying to get your foot healed and you took something that was in the banned substance policy. That's just my read on the situation. No facts. But for me, I think, Jimmy, your career needs to turn towards a backup and be ready to play because at 33, no one's going to give you a starting job. So pick the place that you want to go to that you feel most comfortable with and go. Yeah, I feel bad for him, too. On social media, everyone is like, what about Jimmy Garoppolo's performance was enhanced? And by the way, we love, we give so much love to Brock Purdy on this show because he doesn't get it yeah. elsewhere. Jimmy Garoppolo's lack of success outside of San Francisco is another reason why Purdy gets so many, so many of the knocks that he does. But that's a conversation for another day, Michael. Let's go to Russell Wilson. Uh, there was a report over the weekend that Wilson put up his Denver mansion for sale. Not a shock. We've been talking about this since he was benched in December <laughs> It's not working out for him in Denver. The Broncos likely to release Wilson. He's guaranteed $39 million from the Broncos this year. There's nothing they can do about that. I have to pay him no matter what. So how should Wilson approach this season, likely heading to his third team in four years? Well, I think the first thing you should do, Russell, is not take any less money. you got a guaranteed, you know, to your career. You've worked your tail off. You're going to be 36 years old. You know, the last three seasons haven't been kind of what you wanted it to be. You, you haven't had a winning season since you go back to the 2020 season. 
So I think you got a great opportunity to pick and choose, right? What do you want to do? Who are you and what do you want to become? And, and that opportunity has nothing to do with money. It's all going to be about fit for you. Will somebody give you a starting job? I could see somebody telling you to come in and compete. But I think that's where you are in your careers. Are you, are you willing to compete for a starting job? Because no one's going to want to just pay you like a starter. You're not going to be able to. No one's taking the Broncos off the hook of that contract with $39 million. So you're going to get a minimum salary contract somewhere else, perhaps with a chance for some incentives based on winning, I would suspect. But I think that's where you are, and you've got to pick the right spot, whether it's somewhere you're comfortable with or somebody you're comfortable with offensively to handle this part of your career. Because, look, we have such short memories in the NFL. No one's going to view you as a Hall of Famer if the last four years of your career have been as bad as they are. And we know 21 was bad. We know 22 was bad. And whatever you want to say about 23, it certainly wasn't a Hall of Fame career. So this is a make or break year for you. And you got to pick the right place. And whatever that right place is, because we, all we've heard from Seattle was to let you cook and they kept changing coaches. So I'm really not even sure what offense works for you right now. That's only for you to understand. And I think that's going to be the place you got to go to where you can shine in the best light. Yeah, he certainly showed improvement from the disastrous 2022 season, but the 2023 number is still a far cry from what we were accustomed to seeing from the early part of his career in Seattle. Um, the Steelers are an even money favorite to land Russell Wilson this coming year. The Broncos plus 350 to remain there, plus 450 with the Falcons. I'm surprised that Denver is even that yeah. high. I don't get it. Um, Sierra? I don't understand that, but, but why are the Steelers, though? See, like, for me, the, like, okay, unless... Tomlin, I know he's getting ready to come in my office, but I think unless I can't see Russell going to Pittsburgh unless they told him he's the starter. Mm. You know, now it, it's the perfect situation for Pittsburgh because they don't have to pay him anything. And Pittsburgh doesn't want to pay a guy. They want a guy to come in and compete. So I, I could see that one. I could see it makes the more I talk about it, it makes more sense. Whereas I just don't see Pittsburgh paying money for a quarterback. You know what I thought of that? I'm sure I'm off my rocker, but I would have loved to see Russell Wilson go to Carolina. He has a relationship with Canales from Seattle. I'm not sure Bryce Young, looked, yeah. you, you know, like have an opportunity to maybe redo his rookie year behind a veteran. I, I would like it. I don't think that the, that it's realistic. He's a 35 to one shot to land with the Panthers, but go back home to Carolina. I I think it's interesting. Just going to throw it out there. I think it is interesting. I, I do. I think it is interesting. And I'm sure Canales would welcome it, you know, and it would give some competition. But, you, you know, I think part of that conversation is, Russ, where are you right now? What, what do you want to do? Do you want to, you know, say Jimmy, Jimmy knows he has to be a backup. He doesn't have anything. You know, this kid, Russell Wilson, still thinks he's a starter. He still sees his life as a starter. And I think sometimes we as fans view somebody else should take a reduced role when we think it's best for us when they may not want to do that, right? And you got to look somebody in the eye and say, yeah, I know where I am. When Kurt Warner left the Giants, it was because he wasn't playing very well. And he goes out to Arizona and takes a backup role there. And then eventually he gets his career back on track. That would be the story I would be singing to Russell. I would be saying, look, you can be the next Kurt Warner here. If you get your career back like Warner did, it's going to put you in the Hall of Fame. Because I think if Warner doesn't have that second stint at Arizona, I don't think he gets in the Hall of Fame. 
I don't think he gets in the Hall of Fame. So to me, I would be talking about Kurt Warner to Russell Wilson saying, okay, here's your opportunity to get your career back where you where it was. Because there was a time where I was certain he was going to be in the Hall of Fame. Now I'm not. I love that. Very interesting conversation uh, as we continue this offseason. But let's go to the Steelers because Mike Tomlin does have an appointment. He needs a a little conversation here, Michael. Um, Now, early reports are that the Steelers are looking to bring in competition for Kenny Pickett, and rightfully so. They're trying to re-sign Mason Rudolph. It appears they released Mitchell Trubisky, both Russell Wilson, who we just talked about, and Justin Fields. Uh, Pittsburgh is favored in both of those markets for those quarterbacks at DraftKings. So how, how, if you're Mike Tomlin today, how are you approaching fixing this QB situation? I think you get, you know, you got a really, you, you made a really good hire in Arthur Smith. And I know that's not going to be a popular conversation a lot of people are going to have, but you made a good hire because he fits exactly what you want to do with creativity. He can throw the football when you need to throw it. He's got a drop back pass game and he can run the ball. And he's a very good run game guy. So I think what you got to do is rely on him and rely on the fact that you are going to build the team around the quarterback. And what Rudolph showed you in the games, and maybe he didn't show it to you in practice, but he did, was the ability to complete the the passes that you have to complete, right? I mean, it's just, we couldn't get that out of Trubisky. We couldn't seem to get that out of Pickett quite often. But I do think you need to put somebody else in the room that's going to drive competition. Nothing drives competition more than bringing somebody in from the outside with no promises. Whether that's Russell Wilson, whether it's Justin Fields, whoever comes into the room is coming in with no promises. And if you can do that, then you could be like you're back at Denbeck High School, back in Newport News, where you grew up, and you could say to yourself, hey, you know, uh, everybody's, it's high school, everybody's up for it. You know, Denbeck, you know, whether it's Alvin Bethea, whether it's Max Yates, whoever came from that high school with you, Mike, you could say it's all up for grabs. What do we learn about high school? High school is all competition. If you're a freshman or you're a senior, you don't have the job. You have to earn the job. That's the quarterback position in Pittsburgh. I think that's what you should do. Just wear your Denbig hat around. Uh, I know there are their um, owner, Art Rooney, has made comments that they believe in Kenny Pickett. I just feel for him. I wonder if whoever they bring yeah. in, if he can beat that guy out. I don't I don't think that he'll be able uh. to. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hot take, stormy today. I don't apparently. know. The t- here's the part, that, and I know we got to go to break. Does the team believe in Kenny Pickett? Yeah. That's the biggest issue. Now we're hearing the team didn't like Max 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 Jones up in New England. Shocking, right? <laughs> we'll be right back. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on college hoops, the VSEN experts have you covered. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today and get our daily best bet emails, 24/7 video access, the upcoming college hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus. Full access to vcin.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. Visit vcin.com slash pro to subscribe today. That's vsin.com slash pro. Big top 10 clash in the college hoops game coming up tonight in the Big 12. Iowa State and Houston going head to head. 10 verse 3 should be a fun one. I uh, I uh, won. I won a college basketball bet last night, by the way, Michael. UCLA and oh, Utah. You did? You, you dabbled oh, a little bit? Huh? I'm getting back in there. 
baby, let's go. So oh. I took Utah plus <laughs> five it. yesterday, and they ended up winning out, winning uh, outright. But Wait, I how about that last play? Did you see the last play of the game? That way, Utah won the game. I actually didn't watch the end of it because I turned on the All Star game to get ready for you. <laughs> oh, of course, yeah, that was brilliant. Yeah, well, so you see, Utah has a play called "Great Job by Their Coach." They inbound the ball. They throw it they, instead of throwing it in inbound. They throw it along the sideline, which you're allowed to do. Then they throw it up the court, and then the guys coming from. The, the the guy was the, the original inbound passer. He comes storming down the court, catches the ball like he was a receiver running a shallow cross route, and takes it to the hoop and and goes and shoots a layup. And the ball gets to the top of the backboard and comes back down. And I thought it was out of bounds. Ob, you know, it comes back down, hits the front of the rim, bounces off, and, and a Utah player second looks at it and puts it back in. They win the game. That's awesome. Heck it's of, incredible. It's, you love stuff like that. That's what makes basketball fun. And also, um, with that, like I, I still just credit Sebastian Mack, who's their lead scorer for UCLA, going out in the first half because he elbowed a dude in the throat. So, you know, you take the wins where you can get them in interesting ways. Uh, but let's talk a little bit of uh, NFL draft. Excited that we have Matt Manicharian yeah. on the line, former NFL scout who you obviously know well. Uh, now senior VP of SIS Sports Info Solutions. Matt, how are we doing? I'm doing great. How are you? Great. I feel like I'm the third wheel on this conversation, though, with your relationship with Michael. No. <laughs> well, he won't put 27 receivers in the first round. He That's knows good. me well enough to not to do that, right? So you don't have to say, Matt, Stormy yells at me every time we bring the draft person on because they always have 25 receivers in the first round. Like everybody, you know, and, and we know there's not 25 number ones. So let's start off with how do you rank the quarterbacks? There's been a lot of conversation about, yes, Caleb's won, but that number two slot could be Daniels. It could be May. Maybe it's, you know, maybe we're hearing it's J.J. McCarthy higher. How do you see it? Yeah, the McCarthy buzz is interesting. Uh, but the way, the way that I see it is, is kind of a little bit boring. It's Williams, the number one. I think he's the one guy that has the real kind of tools where he could be something really special. There's a little bit makes me nervous about him, but there's a little bit uh, that he has some electric qualities that are, that are just a little bit different. Uh, Drake May is the second guy we have on our board. Um, I did his eval. I love his ability to throw the ball down the field uh, to make, you know, seam balls, things like that. Um, he's got plus size, plus athleticism, plus accuracy. So it's a pretty good starting point for a quarterback. But this guy's played 20 games of college football. So there's a little bit that makes me nervous about him there, too. And then Daniels is our third guy. Um, obviously, you love the season that he had, but there's a lot about the context there, right? Like we always talked about what's the context of how is this guy's offensive line? How are his receivers? What's he doing within the offense in terms of what's being asked of him? And I think it was a little bit of an easier task for Daniels uh, at times this year compared to what some of the other quarterbacks saw. Um, Penix and McCarthy are down there kind of in the four or five range for us. They're, they're a step down on our grading scale before those, those first three guys. And uh, but but McCarthy is the guy from talking to people around the league as we're you know approaching the combine that there's there's a lot of love for him um, and so I think he will be sneaking up the boards. 
Probably Joe's just not too as high as Jim Harbaugh has predicted at this point with your thoughts on, on Caleb Williams there. Why, why do you think that Jaden Daniels has gotten so much more love, at least recently, than Drake May? Because for the past calendar year, May has been talked about consistently as the clear number two to Caleb Williams, and he, he is in your guys' rankings. But it, in the larger picture, Jaden Daniels has gotten a lot of love coming off of this Heisman season. Well, I think that it's probably that people are catching up on watching the film. Um, if you went into it going into the year, it was Williams in May for, for number one. Um, and I think that came down to a lot of what we saw last year on the film and the work that had been done there. And so while everybody's out on the road from August through November this year, they're seeing that, that May didn't have a spectacular redshirt sophomore season. And you saw Daniels just continue to produce and produce and produce. So um, as people are, are catching up on their film and getting to know these players really well, I think it makes sense that people are seeing them a little bit closer than what they saw coming into the year. But really, I don't think there's anything that's happened in the last month or so that actually changed who they are as prospects. I just think the information is sort of catching up now. Matt, there's a lot of conversation. I was talking to a team this week that said, don't be surprised if Harrison isn't the number one receiver on a lot of team on some of these teams boards that neighbors, and Roma, I don't know how to say his last name. Azunze, I think. How do you say it's Azunze? Is really, really high. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Well, in terms of our stack rankings on the board, we've got. I know you, you're going to hate me for this, but Marvin Harrison's our number one player, and then we've got Neighbors at number four and Adunze at number five. These are all really, really high quality receivers. Now. I'm agreeing with you that you don't need to draft receivers high. We're just trying to grade the players as we see them right here. Neighbors is a really, really ridiculous athlete. Um, he's an exciting player for me to watch. I don't think a Dunze is much of a game changer as either of those first two guys, but these are all, these are all really, you know, spectacular prospects. And I think one benefit you get at least with receivers is, you know, a little bit more what you're getting relative to another position. But um, listen, just because the stack rank, those guys are that high, it doesn't mean that I think you should draft receivers high. So I want to I want to clarify that one. <laughs> uh, you, you also and you just you just said it that Marvin Harrison Jr. is your number one. You don't just mean wide receivers. You mean on the big board. That is your number one player in this draft, correct? Yes, he's the highest graded player on our on our draft. You know, I think if I had the number one pick, I'd have a hard time not drafting the quarterback. If I was a, a quarterback needy team, usually you are when you're picking number one. But in terms of just who's the best player at the position that he plays, yeah, I think it's, I think it's Marvin Harrison Jr. I think he's, um, he's, he's everything that you look for in a receiver prospect. Um, you know, I think back over the years to some of the best receivers that I've watched uh, coming out of college, you know, your A.J. Green types, you know, this is, this is what you're talking about here. Who, you know, McCarthy is an interesting player because Jim Harbaugh is so high on him. But then when you watch his third down tape, he's one of the best third down quarterbacks in this draft. Where do you think he'll go once this is all said and done? I think he ends up being a first rounder. I really do. Um, I don't think I would, I would like him that high. Um, but to your point, there's this sort of, there's this sort of weird uh, two sides of the story with him. On one hand, they didn't trust him a lot to be the player that had to win the game for them, who had to, uh, they didn't put the offense on his back in a lot of ways. It was very balanced what they did out there. Um, you know, short passes, things like that. But um, at the same time, when it did come to those like gotta have it situations, even though he wasn't leaned on so much over and over again, when he had to have it, he had it. 
And uh, I think that's what you're talking about there in terms of some of that, that playmaking ability that happened. Um, you know, one other thing too, the arm, I think people underrate, according to our metrics, the amount of time that the ball is in the air when he throws it relative to um, expectation. So, right, if you're throwing a deep out, we have an expectation and then we have the time of how long his ball was in the air. He ranks number one of all the quarterbacks in this class in terms of that, that air time number, which, which can be thought of sort of as an, as an arm strength proxy. Matt, can you talk a little bit about Stormy? Not yeah, to interrupt real quick, Stormy. Not to interrupt. I I go to the SIS site. It's outstanding for quarterbacks. It does a lot of great things. But I go there, and you're the general manager, Matt. I just appointed you the GM of the Chicago Bears. I know where you have Fields rated on all your analytical charts. Are you picking Caleb, or are you keeping Fields? You know that's a great question, and I think it also like depends on what you want to do from a money situation. I think it's as much a question of, do you want to build around Justin Fields on a second contract or do you want to start that clock over? Um, so I'm, I'm sensitive to the argument that um, trying to start the clock over there and trying to make sure that you can build the rest of your roster on the same timeline as you have the quarterback. I do think that there's a really good argument for that. Um, I got to say, though, I think, you know, from listening to the show, I'm a little bit higher on Justin Fields than you are. I do think you can you can be <laughs> a win with a win with a team with the, with the Justin Fields there. Um, I, I think his ceiling is pretty you're similar. Not, you're to, not reading your own stats field. on your site. You're not re- Stormy. This man's not reading his own stats Uh-oh. on the site. <laughs> just, they, you, I don't know. You know, I just telling you, you're not. You go ahead. <laughs> Matt, thank you so much for the time today. Appreciate you. Thanks, Can you Matt, just on, great. on Appreciate the way out you. tell people how to see your stuff? Yeah, well, once I start talking out of both sides of my mouth, check out the 3013.com Sports Info Solutions. You're awesome. Thanks so much. And make sure you follow thank him you, Matt. at great Matt work. Mano Appreciate you. as well. Matt Manicharian, everybody. We'll be right back on the Lombardi line, closing out hour two. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps. 
in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. This is the Lombardi Line with former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now here is your host, Stormy Bonatoni, on VSEN, the sports betting network. This week on DraftKings Sportsbook, new customers can deposit $5 and you'll get a no-sweat bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet loses. Download the app and use the promo code VSIN when you sign up. That's all you got to do. Again, that code VSIN, V-S-I-N, DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. We're wrapping up this Monday edition of the Lombardi line. I'm Stormy Bonantoni alongside the one and only Michael Lombardi. And as our exit interviews continue, we talked about the AFC North earlier. I mean, it seems like a very natural transition coming off Justin Fields talk to get to the NFC North. And so, you know, <laughs> yeah. we, we went from the top down last time. Let's go from the bottom up and start with the ye old Chicago sure. Bears. Michael, what is your end of season consensus looking at the Bears who, who finished seven and ten, another playoff miss and have a lot of things on their mind as it pertains to the draft? What do you got? Well, there's one, you know, once in a lifetime happens once in a lifetime. And the Bears are in a once-in-a-lifetime mm-hmm. position. Now, the 76ers had the same opportunity, and they just dramatically destroyed their franchise because they made countless mistake after mistake after mistake. And I hope the Bears don't because they misjudged the talent, the 76ers. If I were Ryan Poles, I would watch, I would study what the 76ers did that year when they really had the world by the tail. And they ended up turning it away, whether it was trading bridges, all that. It goes. So they have a great opportunity to really set their franchise for the next 15 years. I mean, what what happened with the Chiefs by picking Mahomes and the Saints not getting them changed the trajectory of the NFL. It's the same thing that has to happen in Chicago. And they've got every opportunity for it to happen. They've got to make the right pick at quarterback. I don't agree with Matt. They need a change of quarterback. You're never going to sign Fields to a fifth-year contract. You trade him. You rebuild your offensive and your defensive lines, and you move forward. There's inherent problems within, within their organization that they were able to overcome. Eberflus is not a great communicator. They rarely have staff meetings in the building. It's very challenging. But from a player standpoint, they've got to improve that offensive line, and they've got to improve the defensive front because if they're going to run this scheme – And we saw when they traded for Sweat how he improved it, but they've got to get better inside. So to me, I think it's about fixing those areas, but really understanding, understanding what it takes to win Super Bowls. That's what Poles' job is, because if he can evaluate that and he gets the right quarterback, as we saw with Mahomes, he won two Super Bowls without Tyreek Hill. Now, I'm not saying don't draft a receiver, but just a caveat here. Fields last year averaged 7.1 yards per attempt with D.J. Moore averaged 6.9. It's not always the receiver that makes the quarterback great. It's the quarterback who makes the receivers great. 
there is so much potential for opportunity with the Bears, and I just genuinely mm-hmm. have a fear. I, I genuinely have a fear that with you them should. retaining Eberflus, that there's potential for Justin for Caleb Williams to have a, a Justin Fields type of a situation where there's a coaching change after one year and all of that. Like I, I just I hope that I think that's worst case scenario, but I think it's very very plausible, and I worry about that for Chicago that it's just going to be another year in a similar cycle that they've gone through the last five. Well, they, they you know the Chicago Bears are a family run organization. They're a great organization going back to Papa Bear George Hallis himself, but they tend to be overly loyal. Yeah, and so they gotta believe polls put him in this position and give him credit for that. You know, he put him in this position. Can they, they can they make the right picks? Mm-hmm. Can they make the right picks? Because this, it's not about, it's, and the reason I keep bringing up basketball is because you got to hit with the picks. Yeah. It's one thing to get them all like the Oklahoma Thunder have. They hit with the picks. The 76ers didn't. So I think that's got to be the key here. You got to hit with, you got to get really good players with all these picks that you've accumulated. And it starts with the first pick and pick the right player there. Okay, so how about the Minnesota Vikings and their exit interview? Kirk Cousins was having yeah. the a career season until he injured his Achilles. Then Josh Dobbs comes in and lights the world on fire until he catches on fire. And then Nick Mullins the rest of the way, and things did not pan out the way the Vikings expected. I lose my season win total ticket. Thanks a lot. So they finished 7-10, and 10, missed the playoffs. Um, wh- is it just Kirk Cousins? Why things fell apart? What's the most important thing for them to resolve this offseason? And does Cousins come back potentially? Well, I mean, that's the number one thing. I mean, the the really what you got to decide is you've got some finally have some cap, cap flexibility in Minnesota. And, you know, you lost four games, the last four games of the year to destroy your overtotal. Now, you know, you, you got to remember, people say, well, you lost four in a row. Well, let's be clear here. You, you lost six of the last seven games. You were one in six over the last seven games. Because after you beat New Orleans, you lose to Denver, you lose to Chicago in a two-point loss, you lose, you beat the Raiders three to nothing. Which, if the Raiders done anything on, if if actually if Hunter Renfro doesn't drop the fumble, you're probably losing that game. How so, sad is that? That's the one win really, down the stretch, Michael. That's the one win down the stretch is three nothing. Good God. Three to nothing. Think about that, Stormy. You know, and 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 but they lose a three-pointer to Cincinnati. They lose a six-pointer to Detroit. They lose another ten-pointer to Detroit. You know, Green Bay blew them out. Green Bay took care of them. They they had no chance. But I think they've got to take those six gate that six out of seven losses and really kind of say this is who we are. And without they couldn't mass the quarterback position any longer. And now they've got to get Danielle Hunter signed. I mean, he's not under contract, so they're going to have to do some repairs. Are they going to want to put more money in the, into the quarterback and then not have the same kind of team around them, which is the problem, which is where they've been all their career, right? They've been in this situation. Give Cousins all the money, not have any money for somebody else. So this is a tough offseason, and I think it starts with who is going to be the quarterback. You know, can Kevin O'Connell, who you hire as your head coach, is there somebody out there that he thinks could be the quarterback, or is there some other way to where we can continue to build around this defense that Flory's made pretty good, but let's face it, they got some guys who are free agents. So to me, the number one thing they got to address is how do we fix the quarterback short-term and long-term? 
in Green Bay, they didn't know necessarily what they were going to get at quarterback with Jordan Love stepping in for Aaron Rodgers, end up getting uh, into the divisional round of the playoffs and probably should have won in advance to the NFC Championship. Uh, What do you expect moving forward for Green Bay and keys that they need to address? Well, I think Green Bay, when you look at it after, you know, they lost to Minnesota and were two and five, they really kind of got their thing going. And, you know, they had the two bad losses in New York and Tampa at home. But this is a really good young team that I think with with uh, the new defensive coordinator, Halfley, I think that's going to make some changes because it's going to put some more accountability within it. I don't think LaFleur wanted to make the change. But he decided and he went with Jeff Halfley, who he's comfortable with. He knows from the past. He really liked Mike Barry. That was the guy that he wanted to keep. But they just couldn't play good enough defense when it mattered the most. And I think ultimately all they need to keep doing is keep adding young talent because they are talented pretty much everywhere. They got a lot of nucleus, even though Big Daddy won't admit it. Their nucleus of young players is very good. And we saw when Aaron Jones is going – he makes a difference in their offense. They need to get off the A.J. Dillon train and come back on the Aaron Jones trade. They need another running back like that. Although Dillon gives them that one-two punch you kind of want, that I think if San Francisco had that, you know, I keep going back to that toss play in the Super Bowl on first and 10 where McCaffrey gets six yards, five and a half yards, and he goes down on an arm tackle late in the game. I mean, if that's a power back, you're going to get more than that on that play. So that one-two punch really helps. I think Dylan or some other back like that, you don't have to pay for Dylan because I don't think he's going to have a huge market. While the Packers should have made the NFC Championship, the Lions should have made the Super Bowl. They finished the year 12-5, and a great run under Dan Campbell this year. Um, They're a team, Michael, that they didn't have the experience in the postseason. Now they do. Is this the year where they take a, a really big step and push it further, in your opinion? Yeah, I think they do. And I, and I think the way their coach coaches, I think that certainly has to help them, right? Because he's not a guy that's going to rest on his laurels. And I think ultimately the thing that could hurt the Lions more than anything is the disease of me. Everybody wants to get paid. Yeah. Everybody wants a new contract. Everybody wants this, wants that. And I'm not sure that, you know, Campbell will tolerate that. I think he'll put the pressure on him. He'll coach hard. He'll hold people accountable. They got their offensive coordinator who was interviewing for jobs. He stayed. Aaron Glenn interviewed for a bunch of head coaching jobs. He stayed. So they've got continuity. Now they can continue to fix their defense, right? They're going to score points on anybody. You know, Goffs can throw the ball effectively when he has time. The strength of the team is their offensive line. And that's been the key for them. Now they need to make the strength of their team their defense. They need better speed on defense. They need more speed in the secondary. They need another edge guy to go with it. Those tackles are good. We saw them give San Francisco trouble, their defensive tackles. And so I think they're collecting talent really to heads them in the right direction. you got to like with Detroit. I think the only obstacle to Detroit is when you watch them on tape, the only obstacle is complacency. They can't feel content to what they did last year going into next year. We don't have division odds just yet, but if you had to pick between Detroit and Green Bay just right now, early thoughts, who would you like more? I think Green Bay's got more talent, actually. Interesting. That's going to be a conversation starter. Also, tomorrow, make sure you check back on the Lombardi line. We got lying season ahead tomorrow. You won't want to miss it. But ahead, coming up next, it's Sharp Money. We'll uh, We'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place. Thanks, Michael. 
at Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 